I was wondering, I was thinking to myself, was Air Supply a, a uh, pun on hair? And I went, no, it's Air Supply. It's a common, <laughs> a common thing. You don't need to like, it doesn't need to be filled out any more than nope, it is, Dave. That's it. It's just face value, like the band. Just take it at face value. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. It is episode 606, Baba Tricks. Uh, and I'm David Dedrick. Right. You're Baba Dedrick. <laughs> I'm Baba Boothby. We'll be joined later by Baba Yaga. Yeah. Here comes her chicken house. That was the, that is the strangest, one of the strangest characters of all time. Baba Papa? Yeah. Okay. It's very odd, isn't it? Don't you think so? It almost, here's what, uh, now listening to it. Yeah. It sounds like a really mean parody of Babar the Elephant. Oh. You know, because they sound alike, right? And it's about a family. And it's like, what if the elephant was this big thing of goo? Yeah. How about that instead? I'm like, all right. Yeah. Easy to draw, though. That's a nice thing. Like, if you're a kid and you need to draw something and you have a choice of drawing Babar the Elephant mm-hmm. or uh, Baba Papa or Baba Mama. Yeah. Draw draw the Baba Papa and draw sure. Ma- Baba Mama unless and you, get on with your day. Unless you're a... Uh... You know, you have some. You're ambitious. Then you do. Then you do try to do a Babar. You fail terribly, but you do try. Right. Nothing harder to draw than simple characters, actually. So maybe Barbara Papa oh, isn't that. So. We all learned that from Snoopy. Yes, we did. Said, so, "Oh, that's easy to do. It's just the shape. Like, what's happening to my hands?" Yeah. And while I'm, yeah. Oh, Garfield. That's. Oh my God. Just I'll draw Fred Bassett. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you go. That's a terrible Fred Bassett. You're looking at the actual Fred Bassett drawing. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Asked and answered. I I did watch uh, Barbara Papa when I was a not necessarily a teen, sort of moving out of being a teenager into a young adult because I was going to school, going to college and university, and it was so it was so stressful. There was actually like a relief to watch children's programming. <laughs> so it's like sure. turn off your brain and watch Jeremy or watch uh, Barbara Papa or whatever. Um, I watched them on the Knowledge Network. That's where they had the uh, the art the art uh, kid shows. You know, not not your run of the mill stuff you can get in, in North America. No, I had to had to watch the uh, imports. That's the good stuff. Was this the ones teaching kids art, or was this the ones that would tell a story while drawing? No, I just mean that they're they're like you know they're European, so they're they're artsy. Sure, sometimes uh, a little fartsy. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, and they're okay with it in Europe. They're okay with the arts and the farts. I didn't realize that Vision On was to help uh, or aimed at kids who were hearing impaired. I did not. I don't, just I don't know what it is. Love the show. You don't know Vision On? Nope. Oh, it's a freaking delight. Was it British? Uh, let's go. Yes. Okay. N- not. An, yes. There. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, Sylvester McCoy was one of the hosts. Well, then it's British. Yeah. Well, you know, he can travel. No. As far as I know, the doctor can travel wherever he wants. He can only work in. <laughs> he only work in England. Sylvester McCoy. There's it, a lot of animation. If you saw, a, if you saw the Hobbit movies, you know that he doesn't work anywhere else but in England. Fair enough. Thank you. And if a bird shits on his head, we're going to use it. I'm bowing right now. (laughs) Oh, I don't think that was accidental. Really? Yeah. I think that was a a funny joke. And you know, at some point, someone someone went, too much bird shit. Not enough bird shit. That's the right amount of bird shit. Where did I go wrong in my life? (laughs) That this is my job. (laughs) But there we are. People are going to like this as much as Lord of the Rings, right? Right? Uh, Oh, nope. Whoa. You know, the thing is that those movies are going to play a lot somewhere, and then in 20 years or so, there's going to be kids who love those movies. Sure. Oh, I used to watch that all the time when I was 
<laughs> you're like, oh, you know, this is why nostalgia is terrible. Do you think, though, that uh, it's going to be... Okay, so say it's 20 years from now. <clears throat> and uh, they've discovered the youth potion, so we're the same age we are now. <laughs> yes. This is good. Uh, but do you think kids uh, who will then uh, not be kids anymore, will be in their mid-20s, yeah. will have that same kind of mutual uh, you know, uh, consciousness of uh, pop culture that uh, we did because they had so much choice mm. now yeah. that will they all have been watching something or will they all just be watching their own thing so there's not a, a mutual thing of we all at that time no, watched this I th- thing. I think there's still a group a group thing where you want to be. I mean, Paw Patrol, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even older than that, like, you know, there's still like a group thing with, with, with people where they want to be part of a group. And so whatever is in that group, they'll all be watching it. It might not necessarily be a TV show or a movie. It might be some YouTube thing that they all yeah. they all loved. But they will, you know, many of them, not all of them, because not, not everyone is prey to nostalgia, but many of them will love it with a kind of un- uncritical thing that they'll never... So if you get someone like a, an influencer who like now gets... Two, sorry, I'm so squeaky on the table. Got to <laughs> fix that. Uh, <laughs> now who gets like two million views, you know, a thing. Yeah. Uh, in 20 years, will um, will people who are 20 years older uh, remember that person and go, oh, remember? They yeah. were so great. Do you think so? Yeah. That's going to be as much a... Okay. They'll remember that because it imprints on you. you but know. will it, Yeah. They'll remember, but will it have meaning? Will it have, you know, remember? they That was this unboxer. Remember that? They unboxed that <laughs> Well, I thing? don't think kids are watching unboxing videos. Well, they videos. are. They are watching. I can tell you they are because I know kids that are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're watching lots of different things, but I, maybe an unboxer. If there's like a, a notable unboxer, well, they'll remember that person. Because when you're watching unboxing videos, for the most part, you're watching the person who's doing the unboxing. That's what's interesting to you. And living the fantasy. Of... Living a fantasy, but also their personality and their, their reality is what's interesting to you, you know. And so those are the things you'll remember. Uh, yeah, the same way that, you know, someone like Mr. Rogers or whatever, we're nostalgic for that. Like, in no way do I want to go back and watch Mr. Rogers. But I enjoyed it as a kid. It had meaning to me. And I, you know, I nostalgically enjoy my memories of that. I have no interest in pursuing that memory mm-hmm. <laughs> and rewatching them. Remember the episode Although where... Although somebody did a supercut of all the uh, visits to uh, wherever the trolley goes. I can't... Don't admit, what's it called? Where they go to? The... Neighborhood of Make-Believe. Neighborhood of Make-Believe, yeah. If somebody did like a supercut of a bunch of those. I might be interested in that, actually. Okay. The... Uh... I remember an episode where uh, Mr. Rogers comes in and he's got a box and he's like, uh, "Do you like puppet?" And it's like, and he, he takes out the puppets and all the puppets from the neighborhood of Make Believe. Oh yeah. And he does the voices like with you seeing him doing the yeah, voices. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. You know, I didn't know he did all the voices. Oh know? yeah, I, I mean, I learned that later on. Later yeah. on, yeah, yeah, but it didn't yeah. seem like not that as then. a kid. No, but yeah. it was a great. It was, it was a great thing to show kids of just like mm-hmm. all these puppets. Yeah, he does the voices. A person does these voices. Yeah. It was it was most interesting to me to see him do like uh, Lady Elaine Fairchild. Yes, it's like you can't tell me that's not a drag performance because <laughs> she is sassy, and that's like, hey, yeah, toots, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you something. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ooh, but that's a good so character. You for got some bite. Yeah. But that's fun for someone like Mr. Rogers because his persona is, on his personality, obviously, because we've all seen uh, that movie about Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood where the journalist goes there to Henry do Henry Portrait of Serial Killer. <laughs> Henry Portrait of a Neighborhood. And we've all seen that movie where that guy goes in and he's going to do like a, you know, like a real 
undercut. We're going to really expose this guy for a phony. And then he finds out oh, he's actually a really sincere mm-hmm. human who, you know, is, is, is himself as Mr. Rogers. And, uh, but I think for someone like that, it's fun to play that sassy character who's like the exact opposite of you is a jerk, mm-hmm. is a, you know, is a queen biatch, you know, like that's, uh, yeah. that's fun. She's got that real uh, interesting uh, rouge thing, and she's <laughs> sort of, and she's magic too. You Is know? she? Yeah, she's got the the boomerang tumerang or whatever. She had a magic boomerang. That's right. She's like boomerang tumerang. <laughs> stuff would happen. It's like, oh, she's got a lot of power there. She's magic. Yeah, yeah. The king ought to watch his ass. Yes. You know, because uh, over here he's got a witch. King so Friday. careful. She's not the sorceress for the kingdom. Yeah. She could be if she wanted she, to. Yeah. I like X the Owl, too. That's a great name for mm. X. I don't remember that character. but His name's X yeah. the Owl. I remember the kitten, Daniel. There was Daniel Striped Tiger. Oh, Daniel Striped Tiger. And then there was also uh, uh, Miss Something Kitty Cat. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking, was it Daniel Striped Tiger that uh, did the meow meow? Yeah. Bit? That's what I remember. Was it Miss Kitty Cat? She I don't was think a so. Proper, she had a proper speaking voice. <laughs> but he's the one who did the meow meow, yeah. Right. Okay. I'm now looking up the neighborhood of make believe. <laughs> We're gonna get all this, all this down. Yeah. Okay. I just brought it up as a like a nostalgia. Now I'm poisoning the show with our nostalgia, everyone. Yeah. Sure. That sounds. That sounds right. Okay. There we go. There we go. I mean, you know, listen. That's not the kind of thing we do on this show. <laughs> we don't look into the past and then add a perspective to it. That's just not our style. Not at all. Yeah. We live in the present, and that's only uh, the present. I only want to be in reality, not in yeah, not in someone else's reality. All even, right. Even mine. What is the king's name? King Friday. Keep going. Oh, he has more than that? Yep. It's a it's a funny name. King Friday. Saturday, Sunday? <laughs> the 13th. Oh, that's good. That's better than my dumb joke. Queen. Do not know. Sarah Saturn. Ah. Prince Tuesday. Okay. X, the, X the Owl. Yep. Uh, Henrietta Pussycat. Ah, yes. That's X's neighbor. Oh, I just got that joke. Henrietta. Who lives together? Oh, the Owl and the Pussycat, yes, yeah. yes. This is their story later on. <laughs> Lady Elaine Fairchild. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Who's, uh, yeah, she was often known to say, okay, toots. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Stripe a Tiger. Yeah. He had his own TV show later on. Oh, Daniel was it animated? Tiger, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, yes. Okay. Uh, Cornflake Corny Especially. <laughs> what is this? He is a beaver. Oh. Who is a proprietor of a factory specializing in rocking chairs. Uh, there's Grand Père Tiger. Okay. His real name being Henri Frédéric de Tigre. He's a French tiger. And a bon vivant. Oh, wow. Who lives uh, to the left of the castle in the Eiffel Tower. Ah. Uh, Colette Tiger. That is, Colette is Grand Père's granddaughter. Yeah. Who lives in France. Uh, there's the frog family. All right. They're family of frogs. Yes. They were the original curators. Where are they in France? They were the ri- <laughs> no. They were the original curators of where Lady Elaine lives. Where is that? Where does she? Live? Where does Lady Elaine live? Fairchild, yeah. Where does she live? She lives in a treehouse. The museum go round. Oh, <laughs> sorry. See, I, I, I mean, so I just this. I have not seen this show in many. Believe me, everyone. Yeah. I have not seen this show in a long time. Yeah, and there's Old Goat. Oh. Don't remember that. Uh, who is a resident of Northwood and speaks only in goat sounds. Hmm. And then there's New Goat. Okay. Who's a resident of Northwood and can translate for Old Goat. Okay. And uh, one more. I'll give you one more. There's more, but that's okay. There's yeah. Yo-Yo LaBelle. I like that name. Who's an alien from the stars. Oh. Uh, but Donkey Hody. Ah, yes. Yeah. I get it. Yep. Uh, it's a donkey that lives in someplace else. Hmm. There's a, there's a land of someplace else. Okay. Good, Good for... Like Good it. for all of them. 
Good for all of them. All things. Wait, was that a knock on the door? Was it a knock on the door? I'm gonna go check if that was a knock okay. on the door. Okay. This is this is a this is a horror movie about to start. Was there a was there a flaming bag on the step? Here's what happened. Yep. So I hear a knock on the door. Yes, you did. Very soft knock. Okay. I just go. I open the door. Yeah. A fly comes in. <laughs> <laughs> that was a soft knock. Yeah. Okay. So he, that's very strange. It's nice that you opened it for him. Uh, I just got a note from my wife yes. saying uh, we we got her some uh, imp- empanadas. We yeah, empanadas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, she just uh, she she was saying they were about a B. Yeah. Out of uh, uh, the sliding scale of grades. Yeah. She just bumped it down to a C plus. Oh. Because it didn't have an olive or an egg in it. Oh. Yeah. And as you remember, when we had the discussion with the server, said there was olive and egg in it. So. Oh, she did. She did. Oh. So this is all some bullshit. <laughs> It's time to revolution. Let's go burn that place down. The only thing that was, uh, it was good. It was uh, good I, otherwise. I enjoyed I had a chimichanga and I enjoyed that quite And a bit. there was even a cameo by the third dragon. Yes. I guess we could talk about that because that, that happened today, the, two weeks ago. But because um, right now I'm in England, everyone, just so you know. Right. You can tell by Dave's thick accent. Hello, hello. I, uh, we were sitting in the restaurant and then I, I was sitting facing the window. I had the better seat, by the way. Yeah. And uh, I was, you know, Let's say eyeballing people walking by, just in a, you know. But I looked up and I saw two figures walking by and I thought, well, that looked like Nina and Bob. Mm -hmm. But Bob's hair was shorter. So that kind of threw me. Yeah. So it couldn't have been. So I said to, (laughs) how could the hair get shorter? So I said to, uh, I said to Ian, was that Nina and Bob that just walked by? And so Ian leaned out, it was an open window. Ian leaned out this open window and went, yep. I yelled, hey, stupid. (laughs) And they didn't turn. That's good. Shows that shows a good uh, show self esteem. I would turn around right away, but uh, I no. I, I dashed out at the door and almost knocked over the waitress and and uh, caught up to them and said hello. And she dropped her egg and her olive. Yes, she dropped her egg and her olive. And went. This is her last ones. <laughs> so uh, they were doing well. Yeah. Nina is in the midst of uh, getting a new place right. with, with with Bob, and so. They were uh, dealing with that today because mm-hmm. this is this is a, a long weekend weekend. So for us, for us here, in not Canada. for you. Yes, don't this, be fooled into two thinking weeks. unless you have one in two weeks. I don't know. Right, but even if you're Canadian, you don't have that one in ship two has weeks. sailed. Yeah, it's over. You missed it. If you didn't have your long weekend, oh well. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. There's no, there's no more coming. That was the last of the batch. <laughs> well, there's more because of climate change. There's we no have, more long weekends. We have BC Day on August first. And Labor Day at the beginning of September. Right. Well, how come I know all these holidays? Because I work at a place where I get those days off. So it's yeah. really invaluable. Ian does not work on those. No. He can I, work, take, I work every day. He works every day? Or no days? It's up to him. He can do whatever he nah, wants. pretty much every he day. He can just like lay around and not do any work. Cause, That's not know. how it works. <laughs> Whereas I believe your job description is you load 16 tons. Yes. And what do I get? Oh, yeah. What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. Well, look. Everyone gets older. Do they get deeper in debt, though? Um, How many people owe their soul to the company store? This guy, okay. right here. Well, try collecting company store. <laughs> try collecting company store. Yeah, try collecting on that soul company store. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. What are you gonna do? Where are you gonna get it? <laughs> Out of your butt. That's, that's how you get it. That's how they get it. It's true. Um, yeah. So Nina was doing well, and Bob was. They were designing. They were doing their paperwork and stuff like that because right. uh, next week is when they uh, they hope to get their new place. Mm-hmm. Nina's very superstitious about this, so I don't want to like put it into the actual actuality. Although no, you're it, saying it after. It the will fact. or will not be an actuality when we're t- when this is actually a show. True, 
but right now it is not. So I don't want to put any kind of jinx on this nope. whole thing. That's not what I mean. I'm not in the jinx business. Is it, yeah, I, I I mean I picture that there's okay, there's like a gravity, there's time, there's all these other forces in the universe. Yes. Sometimes they you know coincide with each other. Sure. But I believe there definitely is a jinx fairy that's constantly listening <laughs> and someone's going, I think today's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've jinxed the day, yes. and then they just come down and jinx. That is the great god jinx, Murphy. Jinx, 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 jinx. Or if you say something at the same time as another person, jinx, and uh, they wait to see who speaks first, and then that person is cursed. Mm. But what, if someone counts one, two, three, four, then they, they're not jinxed. Oh, I thought they couldn't speak at all until someone speaks their name. Uh, well, sorry, if you say one, two, three, four before you're jinxed. If you speak at the same time and then say one, two, three, four, you're not jinxed. Oh, okay. That's a rule. I didn't know the rule of jinx. That's a rule. It's also a Teen Titans jinx. It's also a cat, isn't it? Anyway, Mr. Jinx. Oh, Mr. Jinx is a cat. Yeah, it's uh, ooh, what's the what's the mice name? They, I think they they rhyme, and then there's Mr. Oh, Jinx. Blotto and Otto. Yeah, some shit like that. Some bullshit that Hanna Barbera half-assed yeah. their way into <laughs> into squeak, doing. Squeak and eat. It's a real fucking grape ape situation. Okay, those words rhyme. They, they sure Give do. Give that. That that was was, all the, of... was the ape purple. This was the this was always the joke that I uh, I would say about like you know at the Hanna Barbera offices. Yeah, it's just like okay, we're gonna probably be here all weekend. We need to come up with an animal and a rhyming name. Yeah, Gila Gorilla. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Wait a second. What? what? We need one more. Oh, Great babe. No. And we're done. We're done. Out we go. We need one more. Mangle Mandrel. Nope. Get out of here, Fred. <laughs> You're fired. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> How about this horse? Quick draw McGraw. It rhymes, but we don't say horse. I think people know it's a fucking horse. Yeah, that's a fair point. All right, we're done. It was a horse. Yeah. Quick draw McGraw. Yes. Just kidding, everyone. I knew it was a horse. I totally knew it. Don't don't say anything different than that. Um, Pixie and Dixie are the name of Pixie the, uh, and Dixie the, with the two mics. Everyone's favorite cartoon. I mice. thought it was Peek and Neek. Oh, we've talked about them before. They're the French ones. They're right? the French Quebecois. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's also uh, Mew and Mao, but they're two cats. Okay. With the most uh, uh, earwormy uh, theme song and then unwatchable show. But it goes uh, Mew, Mao, Mew, Mao, la, 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 la. Mew, Mao, Mew, Mao, la, 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 la. Then you have that in your head forever. Yeah. Just but the show, the show, the show tanked it? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the show wasn't what well, I think. I'm trying to guess right now. I'm trying to remember like Mr. Jinx. Like, uh, I, f- I feel like he had a, this kind of thing, a voice. I think uh, this kind of deal, like it was some sort of... Oh, did, my God. Did he hate those Mises to Pieces? Uh, uh, wait, was it him that hates the Mises to Pieces? I think it is. You're right. He hates the Mises to me- Pieces. Okay, this I did not re- remember. Okay. Uh, was Mr. Jinx the Cat, who was voiced by Dawes Butler, uh-huh. was impersonating a famous actor. Yes. Can you guess the actor... I would be very surprised if you could guess in three guesses. <laughs> very famous actor at the time. Uh, the, the show ran from 58 to 61. Very well respected actor. Okay, so not that. like Phil Silvers or something like that. This is like. A... Are you wanting that as one of your guesses? Yes, yeah, that's, that's my guess. No. Okay. Okay. Well respected. <laughs> this is the 50s or 60s era? Late 50s, early 60s. Late 50s, very early 60s. Very well respected actor. Very well respected actor. Person continued acting. For many decades after that. Really? Yes. Let's say at least two decades after two that. Two decades after that. Sure, let's more. Do so how many guesses? More. Do I get three guesses? Oh, you guess I've one already, with Phil Silver. I've already but... burned one. Yeah, so, so let's two go more two guesses. more. Yes, two more right. guesses. Very 
very well respected mm-hmm. actor who acted for many years after this. Right. I'll give you the the date they were born. The actor. <laughs> okay. Maybe that will uh, maybe that will help yeah, you. Yeah, you know I I memorized all the birth dates of every actor. Born in 1924, died in 2004 at the age of 80. Huh. Okay. So so take 04. that into account. Yeah, yeah, take that. I'm take, I'm going to take it to the bank actually. Was he impersonating well-respected actor <laughs> who acted for many years after this? Right. 2004, you say? Uh, hmm. no, what? You say, oh, what did he say when he did die? When he died, yeah, it, yeah, that's correct. He died in 2004. 100 years I'm old. I'm trying to see if he uh, he got uh, two Academy Awards. What? Two Golden Globe Awards. Oh, my gosh. One Cannes Film Festival Award. Yeah. Three British Academy Film Awards. Huh? Uh, is credited with being one of the finest actors <laughs> of their generation. Yeah. Uh, known uh, this this you know what you take a guess and I'll give you a little bit more information that might help you. Were they so. impersonating Marlon Brando? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Mr. Jinx is an impression of Marlon Brando. That makes no sense to me. Not at all. Well, I don't remember the voice to be honest with you. Yeah. But I feel like it was. Oh, I hate those Mises to pieces. Like that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like Marlon that. Brando. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what he, is that Marlon Brando? I guess so. I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. I hate those boxes to. Whoops! I knocked over my microphone. Hello, everyone. Just me doing a lot of gesticulation, which turned out badly. Yeah, telling the mice, get the butter. (laughs) Get the butter. Hey, the mice escaped. The horror. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not doing a brand new impression, by the way. (laughs) But it was an impression. Make him an offer. He can't refuse. It was one that people like uh, Frank Gorshin and uh, John Biner would uh, do back then. They would do a a Marlon Brando. Oh yeah, that was that was in the pocket for sure. Yeah. Then he whip out the Burt Lancaster, and I guess. You know, he doesn't have like a deep voice, so I guess you you could do you would sort of do it a little higher, but hmm. What do you what do you got? Yeah. Yep. That's a reference to the well one, everyone. Which before I saw it, I knew as a as a mad parody. And if you don't shut up, I'm putting you in a rocket and sending you to Earth. <laughs> That's from uh, Superman. Oh, I thought that was from the honey Superman. Yeah. Bam, zoom. <laughs> to, to the earth. To the Gaia. Yeah. <laughs> Gaia? 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 I don't know. Okay. Now you're interstellar, <laughs> stellar. <laughs> and there we go. We all had fun. That was a reference to the Christopher Nolan film, right? I got it. Yes, I got it. Everyone, I'm hip. I know uh, Marlon Brando's career like the back of my hand. Um, have you ever seen? Is it Missouri Breaks? The one he directed himself? Is that the one? Or is that? Oh, I don't want to say that's the one. Anyway, never mind what I just said. Everyone, I'm gonna erase it when I edit the show. Uh, remember, like in the old, Su- in the old Superman comics, uh, whenever they did the story of uh, Krypton, the last day of Krypton. Um, I have no memory. I've never read them. So, well, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, you tell me. So Jor-El is there getting the rocket ready, and then uh, Laura walks in with uh, baby Kal El. Is Laura Parker? Yes, Laura Parker. That's reference to an episode two episodes ago. <laughs> well, people not remember. only is that people not relevant remember. to this episode, it's not relevant to the last episode. <laughs> So not relevant. That's how I I go as everyone. That's what I look for. That's right. Deep cuts and dark shadows. That's (laughs) our other podcast. Um, But uh, uh, like it's time, Jorel, and it's like yes, it is, Laura, and puts the baby in, and it's like Laura, there's room for you as well. But you must come too, Jorel. Uh, No, there's no room for me. Well, he built the rocket, dumbass, big enough for three. Uh, But like it was big enough for both of them. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm just wondering if they ever did a what if story where it's like, well, what if she went? Yeah. And like, not necessarily that she, like, first of all. Would have been bad. Well, you can convince, like, I know the mom's like, no, I'll be here with you. And I guess you could do that. But you could convince the mom just like, the baby shouldn't go into space alone. Yeah. You should take care of the baby. It's more important than our relationship. But back then, kids were more independent. You'd send them into space. (laughs) They'd bend for themselves. They were a dime a dozen. Well, they were vulnerable, too, when you got into space. So it's fine. Uh, But I wonder if they ever did a story where uh, she did get in the rocket. Yeah. And it's like, what's that happen? So, like, she crashes on Earth. Uh, mom and child, yeah. and so she's really protective. Yeah, and she wouldn't be a hero. She'd be no, a, no, no. She'd watching, be a monster. Yeah, she'd be looking after she, that mom bear energy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and yeah, maybe she like. Uh, and he wouldn't. I, he would have no connection to Earth. He'd be connected to her, right, and to their past because she would totally be living in the past. Like everything about Earth would be horrible to her, even though like everything I've ever. Oh yeah, seen, yeah. She's not used to any of this Earth. Everything channel. I've ever seen of Krypton looks like an absolute nightmare, but. She would be like looking back at that nightmare planet and be like, "Oh, I miss the days when I we lived in caves on the side of a mountain and and everything was covered crystal in ice, caves, yeah. crystal caves, and everything was covered in ice." Oh, you know, I'm sick of all these sunny places with grass and and uh, and so yeah, he would have no connection to to humankind. Like he wouldn't go to school with their kids. Yeah, he'd be like they would be like yeah, up somewhere like she'd in, definitely homeschool them. Yeah, they'd be like in the Antarctic or in yeah. the Arctic. You know where she could build her fortress of solitude, and she'd be talking to her husband all the time because, like, he's on the uh, yeah. recording, <laughs> but like he's not real, so she'd yeah. be pissed off at him. She'd just be you know. just drunkenly yelling at a yeah. You don't get it. Yeah. I have to actually do things, and yeah. I have to kill seals to feed this kid. <laughs> I'm constantly frying up seals. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's the closest thing to a Kryptonian snorg beast that I you know have to make. A good old Kryptonian snorg beast. Yeah. Um, he keeps getting out. He keeps flying yeah. to Jupiter. Yeah. I got to find him in the universe. It's real hard, mm-hmm. you know, even with my supervision. Yeah. Just so people know that uh, in Krypton, snorks are horns. It's actually just a horn, horned beast. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I thought maybe there's a couple a people that weren't. Cast. They know. <laughs> a few people weren't hip to this stuff. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> By the way, here's a Kryptonian thing that yeah. I was not. Yeah. Uh, I know at least one person is interested in this kind of nonsense. Um <laughs> When they later said, like, his name is Cal. real narrow casting. Like, I know they came up with Clark Kent first in the yeah. comics. Yeah, But, like, when he found out, like, you know, his name is actually Cal. Cal-El. Yeah, well, that's his last name as well. You can say it like Charlie L is his last name? Well, it's Jor-El, so I assume it's Cal, like, and then hyphen L. Yeah, except realize... the women don't take the name, so it's not Laura-El. Strange. Because if it was, it would be another L-L name. And be Laurel. Be, be Laurel. Laurel. It would be Laurel. You're yeah. right. Like we've actually we've brought two people into this conversation. Yes. See, that's that's called broadening our audience. Yeah. So why, if like if they find out, and I feel like they did find out at some point, yeah. that uh, Clark's name was Cal. Well, that's a Kansas name. That's a Kansas name, Cal. Cal. Yeah. 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 Hey, Cal. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. How now, Brown He's already, Cal? It's not like his yeah. name is Zork Block. <laughs> <laughs> and they got to change it to Clark. Yeah. It's like, his name's Cal. Just call him Cal. That's yeah. his actual name. Just people know Snorkblock Kryptonian is basically like Herbert. Everyone knows that. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Everyone knows that. This is a Jor-El fan cast. <laughs> Who's your favorite Jor-El? Who's my favorite Jor-El? Yeah. <sighs> Can you give me some some Marlon Brando. Besides Marlon Brando. Okay, Russell uh, Crowe. Russell Crowe. Um, what are my choices here? That's what my... Those are the only two choices. Those are the only two choices? Sure. Let's go with just the... Uh, oh. Was anyone uh, that in? Uh, no, I think it was still. Uh, I think it was still Marlon Brando in the Brandon Routh one. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Really, just two actors have done that I role. Don't know. Well, then why would you ask me that question? 
It's impossible to answer. I'm giving what? A, a, one Jarrell question. One Jarrell threw a phone at another person. The other Jarrell got paid eleven million dollars to say seven lines. Yeah, well, but how much did the movie make? I don't know. Pretty good. Did it do well? I think it was worthwhile. I think it was money well spent. I don't know. I think they could put anyone in that role. Are you talking Apocalypse Now or Superman? Superman. Well, it's fine. Yeah, of course. It gave it some class to the thing off the top. <laughs> well, proceedings. Yeah. Uh, I guess... Otherwise, I'm... he's spending all his time talking to his uh, farm dad. Yeah. Sending in some corn. I'm going to say uh, Marlon Brando. I'm going to say Marlon Brando. Though. Of course you are. That's what you have to do. Yeah. He's, you know what? He's, he's such a he's such a great actor. Yeah. Who, who played uh, Laura. Who played Laura. Yeah. Was it... No, no one knows. It doesn't it matter. Carol Channing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Carol, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Diamonds stars. are a girl's best friend. Who the fuck played Laura? And... Laura Parker. <laughs> Jeez. People still don't. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Though they listen to the show, they listen to them backwards or something. Come Su- on, guys. Susanna York. Oh, well, that's a that's a big name. Yeah. From Tom Jones. They shoot horses, don't they? They do. And uh, many, many more. Like um, Jane Eyre. Hmm. Uh, you know, and the other movies. Like... <laughs> she did. Yeah. She was an actress of her time. She's probably in like Burnt Offerings or something like that. Unless that was Julie Christie. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Uh, she brought class to the proceedings, everyone. She did. Uh, you know who passed away today, our time? Today, our time? Uh, that, I, that I really liked was uh, Alan Arkin. Oh, Alan Arkin passed away. He did. Yeah, so very good, oh, very good actor, very good sense of comedy, very good improviser. My condolences to his family. Sure, probably I... probably the best Clouseau. Oh wow! Okay, fair enough. I think I first saw him. This is going to be weird, but I first saw him in a movie called Freebie and the Bean. Mm-hmm. Do you know that movie? Mm-hmm. That movie is crazy, but definitely of its time. Like with two completely unappealing lead actors, like not as persons, but just like their characters in the film are so. I think James Con James Con is in it with him. Okay. And they're like two cops, but they're so dedicated in getting the man, like they're you know like the villain or whatever. And it's uh, one of those icky films where like the vi- the villain turns out to be like a transvestite. Ah. And you're like yep. yeah, like it was of the time. You're like ugh of the time, like making others the the villain, but blah. Yeah. And then but there is a, a scene that I thought was funny as a kid, which is where they're. They're chasing this guy so hard in their car that they drive off of a building and then through in, through another building into the apartment across the way and seem pretty funny. I'm going to ask you as a young boy. Speaking of Clouseau, Clouseau, the second uh, Pink Panther movie, yes, Shot in the Dark, was called A Shot in the Dark, which yeah. was uh, based on a play called A Shot in the Dark, which okay. is based on a French play called L'Idiot. The Idiot. Okay, the well, that makes it, that uh, makes sense. known as the Idiot. Yes, that's right. In the Broadway version, the Broadway version of A Shot in the Dark, yeah, uh, it was not Clouseau. They replaced the character that yeah. was the idiot yeah. with Clouseau and made it into a Pink Panther movie. But sure, on Broadway, on Broadway, who was El Toro? L'idiot, huh? played by who yeah. played the part that later became Clouseau on Broadway? On Broadway, so an he... actor who you would not oh fairly <laughs> so not not Marlon Brando, no, um, an actor. A an big actor. actor. He's a big actor. As in, he acts big. Does some big acting. He's a ham. He's a ham. Uh, he's a ham? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need a little bit more clues here. So, um, He's Canadian. He's a Canadian ham. Yep. Canadian this was, this was on Broadway. It's on Broadway. It was a, it was a big, uh, big hit part for him on Broadway. Not Leslie Nielsen. Absolutely not. Okay. How dare you? 
<laughs> you know, his career had to be revitalized by the air, airplane. I mean, no, it I'm, was uh, in Broadway, nineteen sixty one to nineteen sixty two. Okay, the cast included. Yep. Uh, I'm going to leave out the actor. I or, will, since I'm supposed to be guessing the name. I hope you will. Julie Harris. Okay, she's funny. Walter Matthau. Okay, and this actor as the idiot. The idiot. And he's the a competent examining magistrate. And he's Canadian. Yeah, and Matthau's uh, performance earned him a Tony Award huh. uh, for this. Yeah. But yes, who played the magistrate? The magistrate. The magistrate. In a, in a part that would not be typical for this actor. Oh, is that right? No. I'm... That you would, uh, you would not... He normally was like a good-looking guy. Yeah. Kind of an everyman. Sure. But a big ham. Big ham. And then later had a part that was... You, know, you might typecast him as that part because he was on that show for a bit. Uh, yeah, Canadian actor. He was if, on, you want, if you want more, he was on that show. For he a was bit? on a show for three years. Okay, and then uh, was it a Canadian show or was it a nope? It was an American show. It sure was. And he's a Canadian actor, right? I'm really, I'm really revealing my my uh, my my non-Canadianism here. He uh, he did a, a a fairly well-known yeah episode of The Twilight Zone. Oh, William Shatner was yes, the he idiot. Was. Yeah, was the Le idiot. I think competent uh, uh, examining magistrate. Yeah, interesting. he was the boob. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously he's an actor who could play different roles. Mm-hmm. And did he not do a good job on on the play? Or oh, he's great. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah. it was a it was a breakout yeah. role for him. Yeah, he's a good actor. It was a huge hit play. It was yeah. praised at one Tony Awards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a good actor. You know, like but, you know, I think he kind of typecast himself in it with his Kirk role. You know? But uh, I don't think you'd watch him on T.J. Hooker, for instance, and think, oh, he's just doing Kirk again. Mm. Or even when he was on one of his Boston Legal or whatever, you wouldn't be thinking, oh, he's just reprising his T.J. Hooker role. Let's, uh, let's say that, uh, back to Alan Arkin for a second. Alan Arkin. Uh, what's that? Did Alan I say Arkin. Adam? No, no. Because Adam is his son. Yes. He uh, directed awesome. some episodes of a show we were just watching. What show was that? Northern Exposure? No. <laughs> he was on Northern Exposure. He was on the... But no, he was also on Life with uh, that show. That oh, nice. Show. Um, but yeah, he no, he was just directing a show that I was watching shortly. I'm going to look him up while you're All right. In that talking. meantime, then, let me say, uh, if you get a chance to see The In-Laws with him and uh, Peter Falk, uh, do so. You were, you're in for a treat. And you will say the word serpentine over and over again later on. He was also really good in Slums of Beverly Hills. He was also good in uh, Catch-22. He was good in... Alan Arkin. Yeah, he's a good actor. I think he's also the, the villain in uh, Wait Until Dark. Oh, okay. I believe he's the villain in that. Also has a funny part in The Rocketeer. Hmm. I don't remember that movie very well. Oh, it's good. It's better than you expect. Then it must be really great. Mm-hmm. No, I just... Um, and on BoJack Horseman... He played uh, J.D. Uh, Salinger. Salinger. Hmm. I'm just sorry. I'm just looking up his filmography for this. Please do. You you keep talking. And I'll, I and will. I'll, I'll, he I'll was also you. good in Gross Point Blank. And if you want to see him do some scenery chewing up, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. But he was uh, he was with the Second City. And he was kind of well known as a, an improviser as well. Oh really? In was kind of that the... era of like uh, Ed Asner and uh, and and whatnot. Oh, he directed the Night Agent. That's what I just watched that he was directing. And did you enjoy it? Yeah, I thought it was fine. Okay. It was a Netflix uh, TV, like a six-episode series about, uh, you know, government hijinks, where there people were behind the scenes doing bad things for no good reason at all. When the plot is revealed, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. So Netflix is now direct-to-video, basically, right? But with, like, uh, sometimes, always, like, an actor that you're like, oh, how'd they get him? They've always been. Yeah. They've always been. I remember when... 
when I first signed up to Netflix, I had some cockamamie idea in my brain that that they were going to be like only producing good things. You know, like this was like, like they're going to be like kind of like HBO or whatever. They're going to be doing limited amounts of shows. They're all going to be like good or attempt to be like, you know, better than normal television. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the first thing I watched on that station was that made me go or Netflix that made me go, oh, they're just making crap like everyone else. Oh, OK. <laughs> and that was really early on, like really early on. I can't remember where the show was now. But uh, I watched it with the idea that I think it may have been like a movie or whatever. And I, I watched it with the idea that, oh, they're always going to be making like really high class stuff on this show. Nope. No, this is garbage. Oh, OK. Well, there we go. I get it. Just another. I mean, they're, they're probably more that way now with um, with what they're producing. They tend to be really leaning into like reality TV and stuff like that. They do have a lot of murder shows, a lot of like true crime stuff, which is very popular. And that's mm-hmm. a good cheap, cheap and good mind to to you know drill down into and then also they they like the reality tv because that's also cheap and easy to do yeah i think that was one of the reasons for stranger things being good was it was mimicking cheap tv Mm. like even though or cheap movies yeah like lower budget movies yeah so like you could ape that style and it was like oh this is this is right Mm -hmm. this makes this makes sense sure but but they you know they're aping the style but it's better than than those sure those shows were whatever they're imitating Right, and yeah. not everyone's, you know, calling each other homophobic slurs <laughs> constantly through it, or, you know, yeah. really overtly there, racist there wasn't characters. Really, there wasn't really that much homophobia on TV, was there? I can see it well, in no, movies. Well, no, because they're parroting things like The Goonies. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just said, like, a good TV show, or maybe you said, like, a B-movie, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, B-movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. I mean, it, it's sort of, ele- it's, a, it's an elevated uh, garbage, <laughs> basically. You know, so better than better than you expect, but not necessarily the greatest thing ever. Right. I think something like you know when they did do Squid Game, it felt like something. It's you know, I mean, it's is it better than Battle Royale or is it not better than mm, Battle Royale? Yeah. But it's like if nothing else, it feels like on par. Yeah. With with that. But I guess, but kind of like they already made it. They already made Battle Royale. But they made that with kids. Okay. This was this was adults that are kind of like hopeless adults. Oh, okay. So you know that you know and uh, and the crazy old man. I was like, oh no, he's senile, and uh, we don't uh, know is he going to be okay. Wait a minute, and uh, this person. Oh, I feel sorry for they're betraying the. All right, <laughs> and, and yeah, you didn't have that. With like the yeah. battle royale was just pure emotion. Yeah, it would also a two-hour movie, so it's yes. Yeah. Hmm. I have never watched. I never watched Squid Squid Squid, Squid Game. Oh, I think you might enjoy Squid Game. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it on my watch list. Please do. I wish I could remember what movie it was or TV show it was that I watched on Netflix that made me go, huh, oh, <laughs> it's not good. Well, but I can't remember now. I, yeah, I sort of a while back cracked the code of uh, good on me of, uh, <laughs> of the action series and just went, wow, there's a lot of B-roll here yeah. setting up the city. And then uh, and now we're in uh, a lot of hallways <laughs> for, for a lot of tight talking. Yeah. And then like a tight fight. And then we're going to have one car chase. Mm. And it's going to be a car chase where no one gets hit and no one gets hurt. And it's one of those car chases. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's nothing exciting about those car chases. Mm. No. You know? Uh, the, I, the, um, I will say... Go ahead. I'm going to disagree. I, I will say Please that... Please disagree with me. I watched Extraction 2 a little while ago. And I actually thought it was quite good. And that's about a dentist, right? <laughs> yes. Because does it hurt? Um, 
No, is it safe? Is what he said. I know. I was thinking. I thinking that's Darn. what you were going for. Yeah, I was. Then I remembered. Wait, that's not what he says. Yeah. Does it hurt? Remember when Lawrence Olivier said, "Does it hurt?" And Dustin Hoffman, went, "Yeah, a bit." And he went, "Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'll dude, stop sorry. immediately." I mean, that's sorry, the last I, thing I, I wanted. Know, I'm Dr. Mengele, but I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. Whoa. I, I don't want to give Dr. Mengele a bad name. <laughs> they call me the Angel of Death, but hey, not Listen, the Angel of Pain. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was mercy kills mostly because people were in pain. Listen, um, what was Robert Redford like? <laughs> He seems nice. Is he nice? <laughs> he seems nice. Anyway, uh, just pretend, dear boy. Remember, we all, that's the story between us mm. with method acting. Never happened, but uh, it's okay. It's never happened, but I'm, I'm going to act like it did. <laughs> See, I just pretended, dear boy. Um, yeah, Extraction 2. There's much more action in it than what you're giving. Okay, I watched I watched like about the first 15 minutes of the first one. It got a little too cruel for me. Mm. How is this one for... I don't know. I don't know what your what, okay. what your crew. Did I you watch remember. the first one? Yeah, I did. I can't and remember. No that. problems at all with that. No. All right. It's an action movie where people get punched around and shot at. No, it wasn't punched. It was oh. a, a kind of sadistic things oh. that were happening, and it was just like torture or some such. You know, oh. right off the top. Done by like the hero. Uh, I don't know if it was the. Oh, okay. it was just Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth was torturing someone. Ah, something happened. Oh, I can't remember now. Uh, I, I could watch it again and go, "Oh, it was that." <laughs> I know it's fine. You don't need to put yourself through that if you don't enjoy it. I uh, know. I thought that was fine, and uh, I actually preferred this movie. I preferred Extraction Two to that to that one. Okay, I'll it, give it a uh, shot. Had a frustrating child actor in it, uh, which was good, and then uh, his behavior was abominable. And then, um, yeah, it's Hemsworth's behavior. No, no, the the kid. The, the, the child yeah, actor. there's like the kid who's you know not helping. He's not helping. All right. He could be helping, but he's not helping. I watched uh, me some uh, Titans on there. I don't know what that is. Teen Titans. Okay. But just called Titans. I see. And uh, I want to like that show so much. I like the actors in it. Because you love teenagers. Uh, with superpowers. They mm. were in a comic that I liked when I was a kid. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but is it, sorry, it's sorry so gross out. And everyone it's gross just, out? It's so gross out. It's just like, if you want to see Superboy vomiting bloody snakes into a toilet, this is your show. Not into it. I'm not was, into it either. Was he in an eating contest? He There's some magic involved and... Oh. Uh, there's some villains. Shouldn't affect him. He's Superboy. No, no, that does make sense. Magic oh. affects Superman. Oh, does it? Does so uh, oh, okay. yeah, it's it's one of his vulnerabilities. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't know yeah, that. I guess someone didn't watch the Superman movies as much as I did. <laughs> Explains why you don't know who Laura was. Laura Parker? No. Again, no one gets this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's always just like just these intense, gross-out things, and it, it. I mean, I get that it's like the Titans, and they're sort of teenagers. Yeah. But it feels like uh, very young teenagers wrote this, and were like, "Hey, you know, it'd be cool. <laughs> what if he threw up a bunch of fucking snakes? Yeah. Yeah, right on. Okay, what if they're like in his guts and they're writhing around like nice? Okay, well, wait a second. What if a snake bit a guy's face off? Like, okay. Just like totally, and they just show everything. Yeah. I don't like that. And then Robin uh, comes in and goes, what the fuck's going on? Uh, I guess. I guess he could do that. doesn't sound like what Robin would do. Yeah. But okay, sure, fine. And it's a lot of that. So so on this show, yeah. there's Nightwing, obviously, formerly Robin. Yeah. Is Starfire part of this thing? Yeah. Raven? Yeah. Cyborg not, though, because Cyborg's part of... Doom Patrol. Cyborg's part of Doom Patrol? Yeah. I thought Cyborg was part of uh, Justice League. Well, there's many characters for uh, multiple shows. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a different cyborg uh, who's on Doom Patrol. So it was yeah. four. Yep. It should be ideally be five people. Yeah, there's a, a changeling, Beast Boy. Oh, okay, four. I don't remember that character in Teen Titans. He turns into animals. I, well, I get green, it. Green guy. Beast Boy is a, really implies... 
I didn't think that it just meant You don't me. remember the, the one green guy? He was green. No, I don't remember that. Kind of stands out. Sure uh, uh, I read it in a very specific time period, though. Right. In the comics, uh, there was also uh, Kid Flash. He's not in it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there's, and there was also Hawk and Dove were also in it. Hawk and Dove, yeah. Hawk is played by the guy who plays Reacher in the new Reacher series. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and also is in uh, the new Fast and the Furious. Ellen something. Yeah, Alan, Alan, uh, Alan Gut Punch. Alan O'Dale. Oh, gut, Alan Gut Punch, yeah. Yeah, very strong. <laughs> very strong big guy. Even in a superhero thing, people he turn and go strong. like, whoa. He looks strong. Yeah. Half of the Reacher series is people just looking at him and going, yay. Well, that's... Whoa. Yeah. That's a, but that's Reacher, right? That's what all the fans like in the stories is that he's just like a big giant monster. Yeah, it would in no way make sense to have a scene like the Tom Cruise one where, uh, you know, someone's in a bar and just comes up and goes, hey, you know, let's go outside. No, it happens anyway in the Reacher show. Well, what are they, uh, dum-dums? <laughs> like, they can see this guy yeah. is the Hulk. Yeah. Like, what are they thinking? So, what, but people, people often overestimate their, their abilities. I don't know if you knew that. I don't think with this guy. Yeah, even with this guy. They think, ah. Oh. I can do. I could take him. Like I can see them. Because a lot of people look strong, but they're not. They're not like right. fighting. But it makes strong. sense with like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah, you know, yeah. like he's like kind of a little guy. Sure. Yeah. You know, I can take him. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the guy from American Pie's brother. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. And then uh, gets a punch to the neck, and then a nut punch, and then another yeah. nut punch, and then but that's what. Nut punch. But that's what this Reacher does as well, because that's the Reacher character. Is he doesn't? It's all nut punch. He doesn't fight you like a gentleman. He he shoots Punches you in the, you in the nuts. shoots you in the back. He uh, surprise attacks you by yeah kicking you yeah. like nuts or whatever. Yeah, that's Reacher. Yeah, he asks what your fa- favorite he, ballet is, and you go, "Don't wants, answer, don't answer," because yeah. it the here it comes. Yeah. Don't don't answer. He, he, they're not looking for a fair fight, so neither is he. That's the fact, right? So fair enough. These guys aren't showing up in the shower in the shower at the prison to uh, shake his hand. I left I left that hanging, but they want to shake. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I thought that show was fine. I think the actor, that actor who is big and. And is big. He's a little punchy von Nuttington. Punchy Ellen punching von Nuttington is a the little, third. He's a little uh, characterless to me. Like he doesn't okay. he, as a person. Like the actor himself doesn't have like much of a personality that comes across on on the screen. And I don't think you could blame the Reacher performance for that. Like saying, oh well, he's playing Reacher, so he doesn't want to be very emotional or whatever. I just thought I just thought he was kind of boring. Okay, but Lisa liked it. Yeah, she likes Reacher. She likes Reacher, so she She's enjoyed very pro Reacher. She enjoyed the accurate rendition of Reacher. What if Reacher went to a haunted house? Would she like that? Would she watch it? Because she doesn't <laughs> like a scary thing. No, because that would be totally the opposite of what she enjoys about Reacher. Like, right? Could so, could he punch someone in the ghost nuts? Like, if it comes up and goes boo, poof. Oh, yeah. Well, I think what ectoplasm. She, I'm just guessing. Like, I don't know for sure. Lisa's never told me this. Right. But I think what she likes about Reacher is that he's like this strong, competent man who can take care of problems. And for her, it's like the opposite of her husband. Mm-hmm. And so she can have that sort of fantasy character in her life. And then that kind of, you know. And you don't do a lot of nut punching to solve your problems. Well, what are we... What kind at of, work. What kind of nuts are we talking about? Yeah, at work, yes. Maybe. Yes, yeah. Just like hide like a garage door. Boom! <laughs> I'll take two garage doors. We don't doors. sell garage doors for, uh, to people. Okay. Yeah. No, well... People are just walking off the street and go, hey, you got any garage doors to sell? Well, it would be a person bringing the truck around and going, like, oh, I see. fill it up with yeah, garage Yeah, could you doors. put a garage door in and then, yeah, I do And punch then they go, there. hey, it's a bit crooked. Boom! Nut punch. <laughs> like, it's fine. I have a hard time with criticism. What yeah. can I say? It's not my fault. I'm nuts about punching. 
That's what it says on your shirt. I'm punching about nuts. That's exactly right. That sounds like a 70s commercial. That's on the back of my shirt. Yeah. I'm nuts about punch. Would that be an ad for peanut butter or punch? <laughs> Both. <laughs> peanut, peanut butter punch. Yeah. It's got the, the nice uh, fruity flavor of punch. Yeah. And the uh, sweet uh, creaminess of peanut butter. Now in one... <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. What substance would it be? <laughs> would it be in a jar? Would it be in a glass yeah. bottle? What it's would a, it be? It's a cichlid. It's a solid liquid. <laughs> it's it's a product call. It takes. We're sorry. This is a mistake. <laughs> it takes takes a long time to, to eat to drink it because you, it takes a, quite a while for it to slowly ooze down the, the yeah. bottle into your mouth. There was a there was a dressing that was like called something mistake like. Oh, really? Like, sorry, this it, it, this isn't the right name, but okay. sorry, this is a fucking mistake. Like, it was basically called something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot what it was. Like, uh, yeah, but it was pretty good. Huh. It was a good dressing. <laughs> it's called clerical error. I make my own dressing now, so I don't uh, search out dressings, but I remember that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You make your own dressings now, so you don't, you, you, all your opinions of other dressings is dropped. I don't have a strong... Like, if I do buy a dressing, I'm probably buying a ranch or a French. Okay. Uh, that's it. So, yeah, I, I don't look out for the more exotic dressings now. Oh, okay, okay. I like a blue cheese. Nice. <laughs> Is that exotic? Sure. Very common, I think, in a spot in a grocery store. So, um, while we were having uh, Mexican food... We were having uh, you... Ch- Chilean food, but yeah. Was it Chilean? I don't know. They make Chilean empanadas, so... Oh, it was that'd be odd to me then that the food was Chilean and at the very bottom it went and Chilean empanadas. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, you're right. it's yeah, Mexican. It's food. Mexican. Then. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That'd be strange too. If it was a Mexican restaurant and then at the bottom, hey, how about some Mexican food? Wait, what was the rest of this? <laughs> um, but you went, hey, I watched a, a movie. Yeah. Uh, wait, oh, yeah. no. And then you said, you said, wait, stop. <laughs> stop. And then the person walking down the street also stopped and they yeah, looked at me. Yeah, you stopped. And you stopped. They looked and I, I was like, no, no, not you. Not you, third not you. dragon. And then I pushed it across the street to another person and said, you. You stop. And they're like, me? What did I do? I saw a movie. Oh, can I hear about it? No. I want yeah, to talk about keep it on walking. the show. Keep walking. So I'm, I'm, I'm setting you up for that saying, oh, like, well, thanks. what was the movie that you were uh, seeing? Well, I was watching the Billy Eichner film, Bros. Okay. Which is a... Rom-com? How about a homcom? Oh! It's no, it's not, not really it's not really a rom I guess it is a rom com although he he uh, kicks against the the structure of a rom com okay. in part of the f- part of the film it's it, what's interesting to me about it, I haven't finished it yet so I I'm not oh, all right I've not reached a resolution to the rom that's an interesting that's in idea com. for a podcast is half a review <laughs> it's like <laughs> someone who's just watched half a movie yeah yeah and like here's what I think yeah and then the other person watches the other half and then they try to oh. like make up uh, make up I don't know who that was. What were they doing? What's that? This movie made no sense to me. Um, no, I think so. I I I watched like about I you know I watched about half of it. But the thing is, like when I watch movies like that, like Lisa's going to bed. It's like ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, I don't want to go to bed. It's only ten o'clock at night. But I'm secretly tired. I just don't want to tell her that. Right. Like I'm quite tired. Because you're eight. I'm eight, and so I want to stay up later. So then she'll go to bed, and so I'll put in a movie, and I'll in get about. In the morning, you'll be cranky. I'll get. About, <laughs> I am not a cranky person, but when I get, to, I don't like cranky crankiness. I think that's a bad, bad behavior. Okay, but bad form. Bad form. You don't need, no need. What what are you what are you making better by being cranky? Nothing. Right. But um, you know, so I watched about half the movie, then I was like starting to fall asleep. So I thought I'll watch it later. Which I have not done yet. What do you think of Billy Eichner before you uh, saw this? I enjoyed Billy on the Street. I think that was a fun sort of in-your-face kind of He's a thing. He's very good in Parks and Rec. Never, I don't remember him. I didn't see all of Parks and Rec, though, so okay. I didn't see him in that. And I liked him... I didn't like him in that, that Noel. 
but I didn't like anything about Noel. I don't know what Noel is. Noel is a Christmas movie that was on Disney Plus, was it or Netflix? One of those stations that had Anna Kendrick as ah. Santa Claus's daughter. Right, and, uh, and Billy it was Bill I- Hader. Bill Hader was the the no good Santa son. Right. And then Billy Eichner. Santa. Billy Eichner was like the um, Mr. Bossy Boots chief elf or something like that. Okay. I don't remember all of it. It writes itself. It, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, but or they tried to make it write itself. Do but... people say this all the time when they're talking about AI? Hey, man, the script writes itself. <laughs> Click. There it is. It, but it doesn't. You still have to make it. But anyway, so then... Um, so what's interesting about Bros to me, though, is because when it came out, I don't know if I was being realistic or but I, I, I thought it would be like fairly popular. Mm-hmm. I thought people would be interested in it. Mm-hmm. And I think people were surprised that it didn't do that well in the theaters. Like it seemed like it just kind of went right through real quick. Like it just came and went real fast. It wasn't very long until it was suddenly it was playing at Cottonwood in Chilliwack. Was this was this very close after kind of COVID? Was it still weird to go to movie theaters? Uh, no, I think it? it came out when it, that was sort of tailing off and it was getting more like, oh, this is okay. Okay. We can go into theaters. And uh, but the thing about the movie is it's very in your face about it being a gay movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, it's not like some shy kisses between two people near the end of the movie where they're like, you know what? I really actually do love you. Moi. It's like three guys getting it on in a bed. Right. You know? And it's of course. Not, it's not the kids in the hall sketch, our intimate relationship. I don't know that one. It was a. It was. A, it was the characters from a segment they had called Steps. Okay. Which was a group of uh, gay people that would like uh, talk about stuff, and they. Yeah. Went, you heard there's a new gay movie in town. What? It's a gay romance, and they actually do this. Oh my gosh! Let's go see it. And they watch it, and it's all just teasy stuff of like a lot of looks. A yeah, lot of yeah, looks, yeah, yeah. A lot of looks, and then the final thing is they'll never understand our intimate relationship. And they're in a garage, and the garage door shuts just as they're about to kiss. <laughs> yeah. They're leaning forward, and they're I like, do what the that hell one. was that? I yeah. do remember that one. Yes, yeah. yes, that is good. And the, and yeah, like now like I was joking with someone else a little while ago, and I said, I said um, yeah, when you, when you watch like a lesbian rom-com now, like, you know, you're going to see the fantastic sex scene, which involves one woman taking off her shirt and revealing her sports bra, and then the making out, you know, that's, that's as far as it goes. That's, yeah. that's what you get. And that's kind of the same. Like, it's guys, but then they're bikini briefs, uh, making out on a bed or whatever, you know. Uh, but it's so interesting because it's really gay. And it's not gay in a way like Hollywood gay. It's in a way that's like Billy Eichner, I am actually gay, gay way. Yeah. And there's a scene in the film where, like, they... Um, well, there's a good scene in the movie where um, he auditions for... Uh, whatever it's called, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or whatever. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? And um, which I've not... Seen, I've seen bits of it because Lisa watched it, but uh, so I knew like who the people were. They were they weren't the actual act, act characters on the show or the people on the show, but they were like you know analogs of those people. Gotcha. And then the idea is that Billy Eichner is auditioning for it, and so this guy comes in, and they're all like squealing and carrying on about this guy's haircut, and then they you know kind of pan cut to to Billy Eichner, who's like got this giant frown on his face, <laughs> just like it's just a haircut, you know. Uh, and so I, so you know his thing is like you know. You can't, you know, like queer and stuff like that is just sort of like trying to make these sort of harmless stereotypes of what gay gayness is, you know, and he wants, that's not what he wants, you know. And so there's like a sort of fun element to the film where he's uh, part of this muse- LGBTQ museum and he's insisting that Abraham Lincoln was gay. And so he wants to have this, you know, this exhibit of the gay Abraham Lincoln. But the other people who are kind of, you know, being sort of railroaded, you know, are kind of like, 
Lincoln wasn't gay. Like you just can't, you just can't, you know, they're taking you away, you know, and so that kind of stuff's going on. But there's also a, a fun scene where he, um, he is brought, you know, I guess asked by a Hollywood student to come in and pitch a gay movie. And like, he basically says like, it's no one's going to like that movie. <laughs> like gay men aren't like straight people. You know, we like to have sex with each other. We're guys. We like to hook up, fuck, and then fuck off. You know, that's what we do. That's, that's our life. You know, that's what he wants. That's all he wants as a person, right? So the movie has that element to it. There is a thing of him and another guy who keep kind of meeting each other, slowly kind of becoming entangled with each other in a way that's making them both uncomfortable because really they just want to be fucking and fucking off. But, you know, they just keep kind of coming together. And, it's, it, and so that element of it is the rom-com part of it. But it's also a movie that really puts it, puts it in your face that they are gay, not just like, you know, Paulin gay, like harmlessly gay. He's okay. He's in the center square. Advising. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's right. Or the the best friend gay kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah. So it's really, it's really interesting. I was, I enjoyed it quite a bit, but I could see why it didn't succeed because it does really, it is a little prickly movie. It's not like a, it's not like, oh, here we are. We're gay. You love us. Yeah. Yay for us. This is kind of like. You know, you know, love us for who we are. This is who we actually are. Yeah. Not that we're this. If you don't like it, fuck off. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting, and I can see why that as a an approach was a little difficult. You know, it's a sort of thing like in ten years, hopefully, it's like a nothing. Then you can just have a movie like that, and no one cares about it. But I just think he was pushing pushing the envelope in a good way, like not in an offensive way, but just in a a way that you know. Recognize us for who we are, not just so who you want. Do you think uh, it would have been a better idea? I mean, in retrospect, who the fuck knows? Because you want, because <laughs> you want to like put something out there, mm-hmm. like it's the thing, and not you know the special edition, its own thing that's yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. But like, if they did go that route yeah. and went big fat Greek wedding route, mm. and just like you know played it in the small theaters first and built it up and sure. built it up and built it up, yeah. And then you know it went from. There. I mean, yeah. Then, but it's, it's not. It's still not feel good. Or where I'm at, at in it is not feel good. Right. You know, it's person who's <laughs> really, you know, one person who because the, the guy he's kind of falling in love with is a, a ex hockey player. You know, so he's like a school jock, mm-hmm. totally in like you know not gay. Doesn't read as gay. Right. You know, whereas Eichner does read as gay. This guy is you know reads as jock guy. You know, so for him. So he is still kind of closeted. And even though his parents know, he's not, you know, up, really upfront about it. And so he's not comfortable with how upfront Eichner is in, with his, his uh, you know, orientation. And so, it's, you know, so you have that dynamic playing in the film. And it's, yeah, it's interesting. There's one thing um, when Billy Eichner was on, like, I forget what, what show it was on. I think it might have been, it might have been Mike, Mark Maron or something along those lines. Okay. But he's talking about, like, being on Grindr. And and uh, and uh, the person who was interviewing was surprised that he was on Grinder. Yeah, you know, because you're. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, it's a big part of you know lifestyle and what have you. Yeah. And to me, it just felt like you're you're famous. You still got to go through these hoops. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't like in any way shocking or this that other. It was yeah. just like, oh, that's annoying that you never get past that. <laughs> like, how fucking well, I, famous do you have to be that you don't have to go mm, on an app? But you still uh, have to. You still have to meet people, so it's easier to do it on an app than to but, go to a bar is, or to a club. But someone who... Well, you don't have to go to a bar. Like, to me, it feels like 
you're so known yeah. that like if someone is attracted to you, yeah. you would think like uh, that would be mentioned by if not your friends or something. Like it's like the, it, you're you're not quiet and like off to the side. And I hope someone, yeah. you know, they know who you are. Mm-hmm. You've got probably a website. You've got there's other ways to contact you. Yeah, but like I guess I guess that's the way. Is that is that's the way? It just yeah. it just feels so because I mean. Main, it feels so mainstream. It feels grinder? like the, what's yeah. It just oh. feels like so. You still have to like if you like. I remember like hearing that Maria Bamford was on Tinder. Okay, you know, like just a couple of years ago, and that's how she met her uh, her current husband. Okay, I was like, you gotta go on Tinder. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it just <laughs> because feels your so... life is so small. But your it, life is just comedy clubs and your comedy friends. And, right. You know, that's all your life is. So you need to get out of that. But how do you get out of it? Because everyone is... Your friends introduce you to someone or, mm-hmm. you know, other things. Or, again, you know, Jesus, it comes down to uh, someone calls your agent, you know, who's sort of, you know, and, and or something. It just feels... But so is that seemed... That yeah, seemed okay that like, someone calls your agent and says, I'd like, like to date Maria Bamford? It's like screening or something. It just feels... <laughs> It feels so basic that, yeah. like, you know, you still, even though you've had, like, two seasons of a TV series, yeah. you know, you're on regularly on television, you got these comedy specials, yeah. people know who you are. Okay. Like, if, if if you found out, like, Steve Martin back in the day, yeah. uh, he was on computer dating because he wants to meet someone, yeah. you'd go, what are you talking about? That sounds bananas. Yeah. How do you, how could you not, have, you know, meet somebody? Unless, of course, what you you want to meet someone who definitely wasn't you know in your field or, yeah. or connected to your friends. Yeah. Or well, you, that's what she that's who she married though, right? It's but but she not, was like right? talking about yeah she she was looking for someone to, you know to have a, like a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I could see if it was an anonymous hookup, yeah, that could that could make some sense. But it's just so weird then to put your image that's famous yeah. out there and you're going through this list of people and then all of a sudden. What? Yeah. Why is this? Why is this celebrity here? Mm-hmm. Why is Owen Wilson on this? <laughs> that can't be the real Owen Wilson, right? Well, I think oh, there, it is. He I just think there is. A, isn't there a celebrity like Tinder, but it's for people who are wealthy and 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 is this kind of like I'm, I'm very married, insular? I'm married, David, so I wouldn't know that. <laughs> so it's very insular. Um, I don't know. And so it, you know, if that's an option. I, I, I could see if you want. But you to are like, still limited to that world. Then, if that's what you're doing, right? Yeah. It just, still, seem, it just seems real. Yeah. There's something you're like, so, oh, that's too bad that you still got to do that. And there's not, you just hope that like when you're more successful, things become easier. And it's like, you still (laughs) got to get in line at the grocery store. Like it feels like, it feels like you should be able to just get your food delivered or something. Um, But it depends what you, you it also depends what you want from your life. Like getting your food delivered is for some people, it would just be like, how boring. Like I wanted to get out. I want to go for a drive. Go to the store, look around, buy my stuff, take it home, feed the family. Yeah. You know, like you want some sense of normality to your life, you know. And for someone like, like I say, with Maria Benford, her life would be so narrow because she's a touring comic, you know. Like for her life is like motel room, motel room, motel room, motel room. You know, her friends are all stand-up comics. But also doing TV series. So you've got a full crew of like people who work in television like i understand it's la maybe everyone works in television yeah i don't know <laughs> it just seems strange yeah yeah what i mean you know, people you know it's a weird thing no and i i don't know how to ask this okay but speaking of people who also are gay uh-huh and i don't think i'm outing him by saying darcy michael okay 
He's a comedian. Yes. Who's gay? Yes. Oh, well, you didn't mind outing him. I did it. Oh, interesting. Yep. Well, that's you. If, if it get comes down to it, remember, remember that Dad. Get Dave's out of the closet, this. Darcy. Um, he he was on tour in the states with okay. his uh, with his fella Jerry, and uh, they were selling out these big theaters. Okay. And uh, and then there was another time that I was at the movies. Yeah. And there was a thing. There was a big ad that was on, and it had uh, Darcy in it. Okay. And he was yeah yeah doing all the stuff. Yeah. When did he become famous? Like, he's just someone that I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know to see him on the street. Mm. I know to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, a million years ago, we were developing something together. Yeah. Uh, you know, friendly with him. Uh, and now he he's... performed at one of your comedy shows? Sure, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He performed yeah. at a horror comedy show. I did. That's right. Uh, that was the kind of thing. And I would like go, uh, would you like to do that? And he'd go, yeah. And we made a puppet of him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've met his uh, his fella as well a couple of times. Uh uh, when did he become famous? I have no idea. I and know, I, and I, I don't know. know. I didn't know he was he is, famous, he actually. Is. Okay. He's very famous. Well, that's good for him. He's very famous. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. And I don't know how to ask. Him. That seems like a... Well, I could. You could tweet him. It seems... And to say, how did I you could, get famous? I could. Yeah. But that feels odd. And it's weird. Because you say he's famous. I have not heard of him mm, you as will. a famous person. Yeah, you will. That I mean, so. honestly, you're going to go to the movies and you're going to see him before... Uh, your movie. I don't know. If, I don't think him. being in an ad is being famous, but if the idea behind the product in the ad is they are riding on the fame of the person, okay. which is the idea behind the ad, is just like, "Hi, it's me, Darcy," and like, uh, as in, you know me, uh, and the audience is like, "Yes, we do." What is the product? I don't remember. I, I was just too busy going like, <laughs> "Why is Darcy in an ad?" Um, huh. But uh, but yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into the whole thing of like, it doesn't matter if you don't know who he is, he's still famous. Because that's, no, no, no. that's a... No, no, I understand. But I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying like... I'm, Something happened. You know. Oh, he, I mean, he's, he definitely got famous on TikTok. Okay. Like, oh. very famous on TikTok. Okay. Let's just see. Well, that'll do for it. For a second. It, it, it. it is, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see how many I guess that people. will fill theaters if you get famous uh, on TikTok. Yeah, he's got um, 3.6 million followers. Nice. Yeah. But what does he do? Exactly. What does he do in TikTok? That's the thing. <laughs> it's him and his, uh, his, his, his fella. Okay. Uh, Darcy and Jer, uh, live on tour. They went on tour. And uh, and yeah, there's all these things when that comes up. Oh, infinite things come up of just like, so is it just who like is Darcy they're... Michael's husband? Are Darcy and Jer Canadian? Uh, do they have a child? You know, where is he from? What's going on? And then there's all these videos. Yeah. I have no idea when he became famous. Okay. I turned my back for like 10 seconds. <laughs> Turned back and uh, on on a big uh, tour of America. He ticked his talk. Well, that's good. Good for him. I, I am very glad for him. It couldn't happen to a nicer person. I wonder if they do those sort of confused. sort of lifestyle TikTok things where you kind of see their 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 life together. There's and... a little of that. I can see that that he's in a robe quite a bit. Uh, yeah, their their loving relationship. In that uh, he used to be on a sitcom with uh, Dave Dave Foley. Okay, and one of the people who was on the sitcom. Uh, became a sex pest, and the show went off the air. Oh, really? And so that was a bit of a drag. What show was that? That was a show called uh, Don't Look at the Sex Pest. <laughs> I'll take a... That's the problem with the show right there. Like, if you have a show about a sex pest, it is going to be a problem on your show. Yeah, I want to say... It... Oh, here we go. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look here. Uh... Film, yeah, television. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it? No, that's not it. Uh, there we go. Well, he was on Reaper. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Spun out. 
That was it. It was okay. a show called Spun Out uh, that was a Canadian television sitcom uh, about a public relations firm. Okay. Yeah, and one of the people, unfortunately, uh, the actor, uh, was taking pictures, I think, of someone in the bathroom. Oh. And, uh, yeah, that just not, Bad. and that's the end of that show. Bad. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Nice. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I'm seeing all this stuff about, like... I just want to point out that yeah. uh, right now I'm uh, I'm around Northampton in England right now. Oh, thanks. How are yeah. you doing? Hopefully great. Lisa and I are just probably driving. I, I rented a Fiat, one of those Fiat uh, 500s, is that what they are? Like the little Fiats? Because it was the cheapest car to rent. It's also small. And I like uh, parallel parking with small cars, so. Okay, so uh, here's here's the here's the situation. Yep. When I last left uh, Darcy, um, he was he had like an album called Family Highs. Okay. Uh, that was. Oh, that's no- right. He had a real pot element to his act. Yeah, yeah, and that was in 2016, yeah. and it was uh, number one on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. Okay. So that's that's all right. Sure. Uh, then in 2018, he was the first comedian to release a 60-minute stand-up special on Crave TV. Okay. Did well. Yep. That's uh, strictly Canada, but that's still... Yeah, it was called Darcy Michael Goes to Church. Okay. Uh, and then in 2021, that's when he did the TikTok mm. uh, with his husband, Jeremy, that grew quickly to over 2 million followers and over 30 million likes. Wow. Around the same time, he launched a podcast with comedian Jane Stanton, also yeah. was in that show, yeah. uh, called High School Sucked, uh, which constantly charted in the top 100 comedy podcasts worldwide. Wow. It's like Sneaky Dragon. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah, went uh, went on tour. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. So that just shows that, um, you know, you just have to think of some unique thing for, for TikTok and uh, just ride that pony. So into uh, the ground. So our podcast done? No, he he has a podcast. Uh, he had one. I don't think it's still. Oh, exists. it's still not going. No, I think he's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, no, yeah, I think oh. he's. Uh, they moved on. <laughs> that, they cashed out. Is that what happens with the podcast? You have to move on. Yeah, didn't you know that? I didn't know that. How long at all. have we been on the, doing this one for? Uh, almost eleven years. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! We made a bad mistake. <laughs> We should have sold things six years ago. Oh, that's right. You have to. Oh no! When when that. Oh, uh... So you're telling you me. Do? You're telling me when that oh, that big no. that big syndicate came. Yeah, the big Easter six years syndicate. ago. Six years oh, ago, no. and offered to buy the show. I should have said yes. Oh, we screwed up so bad. Oh shoot! I said no. Oh. I said no. We're a proud independent well, organization. Just to be clear. Yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. We have thirty million followers, though, right? We just have... like Darcy, <laughs> thirty million, right? We have. 30. You know what? I'm fine with. I'm fine with half of that. Okay, fifteen million. I'm good with that. I'm fine okay. with half of that. I'm fine with seven point five million. <laughs> okay. I'm. I'm. You know what? Yeah. I'm fine with half of that. Yeah. I'm fine with <laughs> three. Three million. Yeah, I'm fine with three million. Okay. We good? Mm. I'm fine. Okay. Listen. Here's what I'm fine okay. with. Yeah. Can I get money for dinner? <laughs> Because I owe a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I was paying them like it was a Chilean restaurant. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, I brought Chilean money. Some chili. Yeah, and uh, I'm Chilean some pipe now. <laughs> oh, no. So sorry. We missed out. I know, it's so weird when you hear about things like um, that Bill Simmons uh, podcast, The Ringer, or something like that, and then they, they sold... They got sold to some other organization for, like, millions of dollars, and you're like, what? What? For what? Yeah. What, is, what are you buying with this? There's Okay, the thing you got to realize, and this is a chilling thing to know. Okay. Because it might mess up your life. Okay. There are... Because it's almost <laughs> like introducing someone to a drug. Okay. 
Right? It's yeah. very dangerous to know this. All right. There are some people whose job it is yeah. to spend money, and not necessarily their own money. Okay. But their job is to spend money, and you know they have millions of dollars to spend. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And I know to I know to you money is real. Yeah. Like it's a real thing. You it can think a, of things to buy with it's it. It's an actual, yeah. It's not what it is to them. It's a physical reality to It's me. not. It's that's not, not. That's not. Do you think. Do you think that Elon Musk looks at a hundred bucks like you do? With, no. With love? No. Not at all? No. He wants to spit on it. <laughs> Wait a it's ridiculous. It's even insulting. Sp- it won't buy any. Like how much jet fuel for his rocket to Uranus. Um, <laughs> My Uranus. Uh, yeah, their job is just to spend money. Yeah. So it's like investing in things and that could be a podcast and that could be like a comic book. It could be like all these other things could be whatever it is. So it's a good idea to make things. That's fine. But some people, yeah, that's their job. It's just to do that. And if you're chasing that, uh, you're fucked, (laughs) you know, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're like an addict because you might get it once and then you're like, oh, it happened again. It's like. Probably won't happen again, but there are people out there that that's just what they do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 even, even like back in the oldie days of like the late nineteen nineties when there were, uh, it was the dot com boom. Yes, I yeah, I, I knew people who were uh, rich; they were millionaires. Yeah, and uh, and their whole day was spent going out and hustling from like investment capitalists. You know, yeah. that's all they did was just to get money. And there was people out there whose job was to give money. Hmm. And they wanted that money and they got some of the money. And then the money stopped coming in. Yeah. And once the money stops coming in, you can't get the money anymore. Yeah. And then you're fucked and that's the end of that. <laughs> then you're selling the foosball table. <laughs> that's sad. It's sad to sell your foosball table. It's sad to sell your foosball table. And you think like if you had just stopped at a certain point uh, and just walked away... Uh, you could have, you know, had a house and had all the things mm-hmm. and had all the, the basic things that you think, oh, you know, would make me happy to have. You could have those things. But the addiction and the rush of that, you know, there's still more money out there. Um, and you got to spend money to make money. Uh, and you got to keep getting bigger. You can't, can't not keep getting bigger. So you can't just go like, I'm going to keep my business at this size and this is perfect. No, no, no. Because they're not attracted to you at that size. You've still got, you got to double it. Now triple it. Now quadruple it. Now buy that building across the way. Now rent over there. Well, we don't need all these people. Yes, you do. Because we need to make a big enough uh, image that it will attract more of that money. And that's what they do. And then they get all fucked up. Uh, and people get fucked up like that all the fucking time. Huh. So, you know. I, I can't wait. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> that first bit of heroin I hear is real good. Mm. And then, uh, boof. But I think I think uh, Darcy's be fine. Yeah, I think he's yeah he's got TikTok. But will TikTok ever go away? Never. Nope. That's with us forever. Look at Dane Cook. Yes. There's a guy who you know was the number one guy on MySpace, and he had <laughs> all the people who were on his board. I don't know what you said about it on MySpace. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, were on his bulletins, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But he world on a string. Yeah. Huge tours. Things couldn't be better. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's doing fine now, yeah. but. What did I say to him? It looked like that was forever. Good luck, Chuck. Yeah. That's what I say. Um, yeah, well, it's actually funny listening to uh, that uh, stand-up comedy channel station. Serious? Uh, no, the That'd local be ironic one. if that's what it was the called. The local one. T- yeah, serious. <laughs> local, the local one that was formerly the Team 1040, then became Funny 1040 or whatever, which has now become dead air because they took off that station as well. Much to Lisa's heartbreak. She loved, she loved that stand-up comedy station. Oh, okay. She just loved it all, but... It's all gone now. She had her opinions. Once again, trying to get what she can't get from her husband. 
Yes, laugh. humor. Yeah, it laughs. Yeah, <laughs> you never get it. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I, she says, well, you know, can you tell me a joke or make me laugh or whatever? I said, I'm a professional. I got to yeah. save it for the podcast. That's where I'm funniest here. That's where I make people laugh. The hardest. Now let me list chocolate bars I enjoyed when I was a child. <laughs> I can't and do we'll that. make dirty names out of them. I can't Kit do that. Cat. Cat. Shit cat. <laughs> Mr. Big. Mr. Big Balls. <laughs> Sweet Marie. Snickers. Knickers. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Boothby. Um, I can't remember. I was, oh, I was going to... Um, I can't remember I was going with this. You were going oh, with you were talking comedy... About uh, Dane. Oh, yeah. Uh, listening to him on there, Dane Cook on there, was interesting because... The audience does not laugh at his humor. They they whoop. Mm-hmm. They like they scream. They whoop it up. It's like a very fem- it's a very female audience. Yeah. And they're not laughing. Yeah. They're screaming. Yeah. They're like excited that he's yeah. talking it's a to them. Yeah. And it's interesting. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not really situation. very funny anyway. It's not about that. But it's the excitement of seeing him to them is, is obviously. He's probably not doing new material. He's probably doing some, some stuff. That he's is. doing his MySpace stuff. Yeah, it's been uh, that for for years. This was this was something I was I was talking about on um, a page I do on Facebook called uh, No And, uh, which was when I and it got brought up between you and me because I was talking. We, we brought up the song Cotton Eye Joe. Okay, I was saying yeah. to you the Cotton Eye Joe used to play quite a bit mm. uh, before shows at uh, at a local improv company I was part of. And I said, "Well, that's idiotic. Why do you want an excited audience?" Yeah. Before you just come out because to do the show. Because they wanted uh, that first bunch of cheers. And the same thing happens at stand-up clubs. Yeah, yeah. Where they'll play, like, you know, the most rockin' song they possibly can. Yeah. You know, uh, and... Uh, and bring out uh, Steve Wright. Steve Wright comes MC, out. <laughs> Mr. Bodega Bulgaga. And it was... And then the person comes out. Hey, how's it going? Yay, Mulder clapping. was just there. And the clapping will never reach that level again. Yeah, yeah. Nor should it. Nor should it. Yeah. Where, you know, listen, if this is a rock concert, yeah. it's going to because you're going to play a bunch of hits. Yeah. And then... And you're going to end, end with them, your biggest hit. Woo! Yeah. And then you'll end with the biggest hit. Yeah. Woo! And people will hear it. They'll know it. They'll cheer. They'll yeah. Approve, uh, yeah. applaud. Yeah. Um, so so to me, like, you know, they would bring out improvisers and the improvisers would often... There's nothing else you can do because this rock and music is playing. They fucking <laughs> dance. And quite often they pick up something in like air guitar and just be like, Jesus, balls. <laughs> and it would just be, you know, why are you such a sour ball? And it's like, because this is just set in the wrong tone. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Because the next thing I've got to do is I've got to go to the audience and I've got to talk to them. Yeah. And we're people. And then I've got to set up a scene, and the first thing in the scene, hopefully, we'll have them listening to it, yeah. and then we'll build from there. But like the idea of like starting a comedy scene at a high pitch, <laughs> where are you gonna go? Yeah, what are you, Codco? Yeah, <laughs> that's an in joke, everyone. Sorry. Exactly. Uh, but it'd be like starting telling a joke, joke. Yeah. Just like three nuns walk into a bar, <laughs> and like, well, where are you gonna go? What are you going to do now? Hopefully hopefully get to the punchline quickly or you're going to have a sore throat. Oh my gosh, no kidding. Yeah, so, but uh, people think that, you know, you want that rock rock and roll energy, like everything up high, everything up high. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You want it to, you want it like kind of keep it like happy. We're having a good time. Yeah. But, uh, but don't, you know, we're not, that's not what this is. Mm. And it'll it'll build and let the night build and like control the energy of the crowd. It's just like everything is you're turning up all of your pans to a high boil right off the top. <laughs> Where are you gonna go? Yeah, foo. Yeah, that seems kind of silly. Because and also to get the audience excited, because the reality is 
even though improv requires some audience participation, you don't want that much audience participation. You don't want people like yelling stuff out during this during the yeah. thing when you're doing. You don't want people adding trying to add themselves into the show and stuff like that. Like, why are you getting them so excited that they just can't resist? You've stopped it being inserting, a conversation. Yeah, inserting themselves into it. You know, it's it's a, it's a completely wrong. Uh, and, and by thing. wanting to be a conversation, a conversation you control by like, I promise you. After this, we're going to come to you again. Yeah. Don't worry about it. If you haven't said something already, well, you got a chance. This mm. is going to be fine. You know, but like people get so excited. Yeah, you're right. They got to yell something in the middle of a thing. <laughs> and, and and they're thinking they're helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, what do you do? Then you like sh- shoot them down. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. like they're a heckler. Yeah. It's like they're not. They yeah. And even hecklers a lot of times think they're helping the show. Yeah. So like you're breaking their spirit. And now everyone's sad. And like, what the? Fuck, you set this all up at this crazy cartoon <laughs> pacing. Just like keep it keep it low and build the night. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. You'll be all yeah. right. Bring out you can just bring out the person to applause. You know, here's the MC of the show, blah blah blah. Come on out. Welcome, you know, welcome this person. Then people yep. will applaud. They'll come out and then they'll set up the, what's going to happen and then they get stuff going and then they get the audience to applaud again. They'll probably say some corny stuff that gets people, you know, don't you hate rain in Vancouver? Don't you da da da? Or the Vancouver's the greatest town in the world and everybody yeah. yay. Who's having a birthday? Who's having a birthday? All right, Who's we'll here? pay yeah. attention to you a little bit. Yeah. Oh, now you yeah. feel happy because you brought the birthday person here. They got attention. <laughs> now you feel relieved because you did the thing that you came to do. Now you can relax. Okay, moving on. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. We, we do a show called The Critical Hit Show that's like a D&D show. Yeah. And it's it's very different in opening to any yeah. other D&D. Oh, start the show with Iron Man. That's... <laughs> they do. At Yuck Yucks, they, they do start with Iron Man. That's absolutely true. Oh, my God. It's so, yeah. So wrong. Yeah. I was trying to think of what it was, and I kept thinking Purple purple Haze, and it's like, it's not Purple Haze. You're right. It's Iron Man. Um, but we have a very odd opening to our show, which is... The host comes out, yeah. does this kind of little setup of just like, okay, we're in my parents' basement, and that's where we are. Yeah. Like, All right. He does a check-in. Yeah. He does a little check-in, then he then he creates, then he sets the situation up. Right. And then he, and then he says, uh, well, the other players will be here, because we're going with the conceit that we're visiting him in his basement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then we all come out, and we tell a little something that we've been going through or something that's on our minds. Yeah. And there's times that I'm like, oh, this is going forever. How long is this? What are we doing? We should get to the show. But there's another part of me that goes, this is part of the show, and it's a good part of the show because yeah. it's training the audience to listen. Yeah. And also, every one of us that's bringing out something, we don't know what the other person's going to talk about. Yeah. So then we incorporate that stuff as well into the actual show itself. And again, we have trained the audience to listen to our stories. Yeah. yeah. And so like when we're actually now in a crazy world, <laughs> adding these things to it, it's like, oh, there was a reason we listened to that story. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's what they... Right, in their real life they did this. Oh, okay, but it settles people down, which mm-hmm. is not what you necessarily think you want at a comedy show, but it sure as hell is. Because mm-hmm. then you can build it up. And yeah. you build it up to crazy levels, and by the end we'll have like dragons on stage and balloons, and <laughs> people will have swords, and they're going to be fighting human crabs. And <laughs> and that's where it'll end, at some peak, you know, crazy yeah, yeah. theatrical moment. Yeah. But it all started with like, so anyway, my dog's sick, so I had to take him to the land. It's like, it all lines up with her. Yeah, that's yeah. how it should be. That's why we always keep this podcast on the lowest key. Low and slow. Low and slow, like on, on cars. Yeah, and whenever you bring up something interesting, it's like, simmer down. <laughs> that's right. Take it down. That's right. That's right. Whenever each of us bring up something like really interesting, we shoot each other Whoa, down. Whoa, shut up. Like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You don't what see the, us off. Yeah, well... 
what the fuck you doing? Yeah, yeah, is, uh, yeah, the original yeah. name of this podcast. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, shut, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, actually, I was reading something in the paper today. Okay. And it made me, be interesting. It made me, made me kind of laugh because I maybe maybe just want to say like you know like uh, you know people think podcasting is easy, but it's not. It's actually quite difficult. <laughs> I think we make it look difficult. Well, I think we make. I think we. <laughs> Well, that's part of our art is to make it look difficult when it's actually quite easy. But because um, I don't know if you heard this, but Prince Harry and Meghan Markle had their Spotify contract. Uh, they it's ended. Spotify is like oh, so they subscribe to Spotify and uh, uh, no, they had a, they, they yeah, found yeah. out how to cancel Spotify. That's right. Finally, I wish they would tell us how. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. But uh, no, they had signed a big agreement with them. Got a lot of money. To produce podcasts for them. Okay. I think they did like two shows or something like that, and then nothing happened yep. after that. And uh, and what's funny is the the head of Spotify's podcast, whatever, uh, Bill Simmons, who I don't know why Bill Simmons, who okay, do you know who Bill Simmons is? He was name he, sounds familiar. He was a sports writer. All right. And then he started The Ringer, which is a podcast. Okay. And they and then they did a network. They had a few different shows that they did on there with, okay. with different people. And anyway, then he somehow became this thing for Spotify. So, you know, just kind of walking into money. That's how it goes. Yeah. And then, um, and then he's the one who sold his, his network for some huge amount of money. Maybe to Spotify. And anyway, so, uh, but he called them fucking grifters, which I thought was an interesting uh, way to describe Harry and Meghan. Yeah, yeah. He said they brought nothing, just were trying to get money out of us and not do any work. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking at him now, and he actually does do a couple of podcasts that I like. Okay. Uh, he did, he did uh, or does. Yeah. Uh, did one with Larry Wilmore. Okay. The is... Daily Show. Okay. Uh, called Black on the Air. Okay. Uh, he did one with David Chang, who's a who's a chef that I was actually like. Uh, okay. You know that, that I like. Yeah. David, and uh, he did Keeping It 1600, which later became Pot Save America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It changed in, yeah. changed into that. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think it's not that he's not he's not uh, yeah. Why are you putting this guy, guy down anything, so but much? What's he started that? off as like a basketball uh, writer and yeah, and got fired by ESPN, like let go from ESPN probably for being he kind of obviously when you hear his Megan and Harry comment, you can tell he just kind of shoots from the hip. So sure. he probably said something that got him in trouble, and I don't know the whole story. But then he just started doing podcasts and uh, built it up to something. Yeah. So, so if you'd work hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's there is always hard work to it. It's true, uh, but you're you're right. It does seem like you know that uh, they could do a podcast and that would. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny calling them grifters. <laughs> Seems so crazy. Podcast grifters. Yeah, yeah. Man. And I guess this is the to him they you know you had like a set agreement you're going to produce this show. Yeah. We're going to play it, and then all they all they got was a bunch of excuses and a bunch of. <laughs> You know, just nothing happening, and so yeah, I just said they're just grifters. Yeah, it's a, yeah, interesting. I mean, listen, I'm right now trying to put a podcast together that mm. I'm not in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's hard. Mm. It's hard. I'm looking at all these. I'm reading a lot of stuff, and I'm uh, watching a lot of videos. Okay, figuring all this stuff out, and I feel like a big schmuck because I've been part <laughs> of a podcast for 11 years, and I haven't been figuring out how to do it. And it's like, you know what? You got to figure out how to do it. So I'm going to figure out how to do it. Well, that's good. But uh, hopefully, I, the only person I could be grifting is myself. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see if I'm doing a self-grift here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll tell you more about that later on. But I'm working with some people that uh, I like, some people that have been on the show. Actually, people all who have been on this show. Okay. Yeah. So is it going to be on the Sneaky Dragon Network? Well, I have to talk to you about that. 
So what well, I, I hope that, it will be. Well, I'm going to play the show for you when I do it. Yeah. And you could go, P-U. <laughs> I would never Take say it that. Off. I don't know. I would never say that. I don't know. It might be a stink-a-doodle. Um, <laughs> but if it's good, uh, then yeah, I'd like to put it on here. Yeah. Cool. We'll cool. And, and if you don't see, hear it on here, you know what happened. Yeah. When Mary gets, uh, when Mary gets more closer to being finished her teaching program, we're, we have a podcast planned as well. So. Okay. We got that in the go. So yeah, that's good. The more the merrier. That's my feeling about what we do here. Is that what your podcast is going to be called with her? No, but I just think that's <laughs> the, the more the merrier. The more podcast, the merrier. That's how I feel about what we do here. Like yeah, it's, it's always fun to, to do these shows. Could we talk to Bill Simmons about uh, yeah, how to maybe get into Spotify? Hey, Bill, we really like uh, your show. And yeah, I wonder if we can maybe get his that. network was called The Ringer. Maybe that's what it was called. Maybe that's what he's called. He, it was a pop culture website called The Ringer. Oh, okay, okay. Founder and CEO of the sports and pop culture website The Ringer. Okay. But he first gained attention with a website as the Boston Sports Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, I'll, t- I'll I'll talk to that Darcy Michael guy. Yes, this is the time to really like you know yeah. make the offer like when he doesn't need you at all. That's when you that's when you call him up and say, hey, I know we were like looking at making something ten years ago, but let's yeah. uh, let's reconnect. Yeah, let's remember, have some lunch. Remember when know. we met at the Aurora Bistro and talked through that TV show idea? What that? What what? You know that restaurant that became the Wallflower before the Wallflower closed and it became another restaurant whose name I don't know. Two restaurants deep uh, back then. Remember that we met. Um, remember that? Yep. Yeah, me? Where are you walking? Where are you going? Who's this guy? He's big. What's his deal? Security guard. What? What'd you think of Bros? You didn't see the end. Oh, you're a lot like my friend. Okay, no, that's interesting. No, he's not on Grinder. No, he's happily married. I know, but his wife, his, his wife, like you know, checks out these uh, comedy podcasts. So you know, maybe yes. he'd want someone to laugh at him. And I, I can't do it every week. You, you know? It is asking a lot. Okay, he's asking right. a lot. All right, right. I, I get it. I get the. Are idea. you a competent male? <laughs> I see. His wife might be interested. in You me. know what? Just give me your email. <laughs> Pass it along. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just remember, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. It's very good. <laughs> um, speaking of mail, we don't have any. We don't have any mail. We don't. Because of the way that things went. Well, because I'm away. You're a weem away, a weem away. So what do you think you're doing right now in uh, the UK? Oh, my gosh. Well, let me look at Let's my... check in on Dave. Let me look at my phone. Hey, actually, Dave, would you mind if we called Dave in the UK right now? Just do a live <laughs> thing sure just call we could do that we could do that all right because we we don't have mail so we should end on this hold it yeah okay uh it's a lot of numbers to call yeah the uh numbers have an accent all right there we go ring ring hello Hi, is this Dave? This is Dave. Hi, Dave. Where are you at? Uh, right now, I'm uh, I'm uh, on a motorway. We had a breakdown. You shouldn't be talking on the phone. We had we had a breakdown. No, oh, I'm not driving. Say, I'm oh. not driving. I'm just standing on the side of the road here. Okay, where we, are you at? We had a breakdown. Well, we're in. We're halfway between. I don't actually know where I am right now. We were on our way to look at your to, uh, GPS. We were we were going to Lincoln. We were going to Lincoln, and we uh, well the car is broken down, so I I just leaving it. Okay, Lincoln, England. Yeah. Yeah, we were going there to visit. Uh, it's a cathedral city. It is a cathedral city. Okay. Survive World War II. It's, it's a, it's a, despite it's attempts a, to bomb it. It's a district in Lincolnshire. It is. You're right. Thank you. Okay, very good. Thank you. I'm not quite there yet. We're, Are I'm you right near now, Waddington? I'm not. I, Are you near North Highcombe? <laughs> I, I think it, yes. North Highcombe sounds familiar to me. Okay, Thanks. all right. Yeah. We're, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm standing across the street looking at a stook right now. 
Okay, a stook? What's yeah, a stook? Yeah, a stook is like a pile of hay. All right. Like it's a big, it looks like a bread. Are you anywhere near the river Witham? No, we're without it. Okay, very good. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it still kind of looks like a bread, uh, loaf of bread, but it's hay. Okay, all it's right. It's making me hungry anyway, though. Okay. Uh, have you had fun so far? You know what? No. Okay. To be honest with you. Haven't had any fun at all. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd come here. I thought I was going to turn over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. I came here. I was going to be funny. Right. I was going to be competent. Neither things happened. It's been mm. a bit of a disaster. Okay. Are you still using that weird Canadian accent that you got? <laughs> what are you talking about, eh? Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. I would, Poser? I, yeah. I'd say um, Yeah. maybe you just like try to get a better accent. Try to get a better accent. There. Like uh, maybe speak in a, a German accent. Is that very popular yeah, here in Yeah, Kryptonian. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that from this episode? Is that from two episodes ago? Two week old reference. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, that's the problem with the jet lag. Oh, I never forget. Why am I jet lag? (laughs) (laughs) I pass it on to you. Um, Yeah, I'll never forget the time on the show that you were making fun of me for uh, bringing up Laura Parker over and over again. And uh, anyway, it's you know what goes around comes around, as they say here in jolly old England. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's anyway, a... so uh, tomorrow I'm going to be going into London if the car okay. gets fixed in time. Uh, going to London to go to the Tintin shop. Oh, nice. Looking forward to that. I'm going to say hi, hi to the folks there. They're big fans of the show. If you go to the Tintin shop website, you'll see, uh, you'll see the, uh, right up about the, our podcast, Totally Tintin on there. Oh, nice. So that's pretty exciting. That's that pretty very exciting. exciting. Uh, they wrote to me a little while ago to ask me a question about a book. Okay. So that was interesting as well. I didn't see it right away because I, I don't understand how Instagram works apparently. But they wrote me a message, and that was nice. I'm curious what this, who this character was in it. I was, oh, that's very, very cool. Yeah, it's nice. Are you looking to buy something while you're there? Uh, at the Tintin shop? Yeah. I'll see what they have. Okay. I wouldn't mind buying one of those uh, books that look like the old-fashioned uh, Petit Vantium uh, editions of the Tintin. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun to have. All right, be very curious to hear. A very kind listener uh, sent me um, um, one of them, the Cigars of the Pharaoh. Ooh, okay. Yes, so that was very nice, so. I uh, we'll look for more of those. Now let me just ask the Tintin because that's the unfortunate part of being given a book that's in a series. Uh huh. When you're me, now I have to buy all the rest of them. Mm, you know, that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. Is this a shop S H O P or is it a P P E? I think it's just S H O P. It's at okay. Covent Garden in London. Okay, that's so nice. we're gonna go to Covent Garden, which I believe was a former opera house or something. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. No, you tell me. You tell me you have a computer. I'm just standing on the side of a road looking at a stook. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, uh, no one calls it a stook. No one calls it a stook? No. What do they call it? Uh, they call it a, a wallaby. <laughs> wallaby. I think you're thinking of a different country. I probably am. <laughs> okay. I was just trying to look this up on... Excuse uh, me, sir. Is this a wallaby over there? It is. Oh, sorry. You're, you're right. It is a wallaby. I thought it was a stook. Oh, it's a nice looking shop. Yes, it is. I'm looking, I'm looking at it. You're looking at the, uh, the website. I'm looking at the website. All right, yeah, well. Yeah. they got a whole thing here of contact us. I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, take care of my friend, David. Oh, wait a second. Uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, yeah. the shop will be closed on Thursday, May 18th. Uh-oh. Well, that doesn't tell, affect- me, tell me some information that's useless, useless to me. <laughs> that doesn't affect me at all. Thank you. No, goodness. that's no effect at all. I'm going to be there on July the something. Dear Tintin Shop. Update your website. <laughs> Signed, David. That's probably why they still... Wait, what? <laughs> That's probably why they still have our... Something about our, our podcast. If up. you don't, I'm coming to your store. <laughs> Uh-oh. And looking for trouble. Mm. I challenge you all to a duel. <laughs> a do-over. Okay, let me just see real quick. 
Uh, they got all these. Uh, they they got resin and metal models. They got T-shirts. Yep. Oh, they got stuff for the home. Okay. Okay. I want the first thing that's for the home. Yeah. There we go. I want the Tintin crockery. Yes. There it is. Yes. We saw that when we were in uh, the Tintin Museum in yeah. uh, the Hergé Museum. And I, I dropped you a couple of hints, but you were all they took my wallet. <laughs> so like you know, I, I was really I was kind that. of a whiny bitch about that. You're right. You I apologize for no, that. No, no. It was also they punched you in the nuts. That's why you were sounding <laughs> like that. That's fine. No, you were not. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. That was uh, bad. But cro- yeah, lots of crockery and homeware. Mm-hmm. Some nice mugs, uh, bl- a nice uh, Tintin blanket. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. I can't wait to see what you get me. Well. Can't wait. Don't hold your breath because I'm gone for two weeks. Okay. You Very can good. breathe normally, but you'll see when I get back. So here's a problem. I got to go. I got to go. I asked for a tow truck. They sent a toy truck. Oh, so that's your thick Canadian accent. It's that's the problem. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't have said uh, toy truck, eh? But anyway. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, well, don't ask for a rowboat. They might send you a robot. <laughs> and then you'd have to fight a robot. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, what happened was they sent me a rowboat. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're breaking up, Dave. <laughs> what? You're breaking up. Wait, Lisa and I are still fine? You're breaking up. Nope. Well, nope. She's looking for other people to make her laugh. Hope there's no comedians in England. In London. 92 uh, comedy shows a month in the city. 92. <laughs> oh, not good news for me. Okay. All right. See you soon, listeners. Aye, aye. Bye, goodbye. sneakers. All right. That was Dave. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, just just uh, days before the accident. Um, he, he fell in the river that I mentioned earlier and got washed off to... I don't know. He's fine. <laughs> Why am I even doing that? That makes me feel <laughs> scared. <laughs> You'd be like in an accident. That would be ironic. You were fine. No, it would just be like creepy and sad. Yeah, it was interesting to hear myself from the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't ask yourself any questions that would alter the past. Yes, I didn't want to interfere at all. A lot of people would have just asked for lottery numbers, yeah, but yeah. Uh, whoops. He didn't. He didn't care. Typical he... idiot. He's just, but I can understand. I was concerned about the... Uh, I was concerned about the... You know, the car and the problems. Yeah. You know, just... There they call Lotto the Bolly Drops. They do? Yes. Oh, I'll get some Bolly Drop tickets when I'm there. Yeah, please do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, everybody, uh, I'm going to wrap this up so I can go for a swim. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks so much uh, for listening. Uh, we don't, we don't, listen, we do not have uh, letters uh, this week to read, nor questions this week. But here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Let me tell you this much. Uh, I'm going to give a semi-question here. Uh, which is, uh, is there anything you want uh, uh, to, uh, to ask Dave about England? Tell Dave about England, and I mean the UK in general. Uh, just, like, just write a letter to Dave uh, in, the, in the UK. That's all I want you to do. Write him a little note. All right. Something like that. And maybe he'll answer your questions. Maybe he'll take your advice. Uh, one of those things. Uh, by the time you actually hear this, will, will you actually be listening to this show like, while you're there? By the time we actually hear this, she'll be leaving. I mean, she'll be waking. Oh my god! I'm Are you going missing to all my bad. I'm going to Phoenix. That's the truth. I said we're going to England, but we're just going to Phoenix. Fuck. Yeah. He, he's. You're a big fan of uh, the Alice TV show. I am a huge. You're fan gonna go of, to the Mel's Diner. I am a huge fan of Alice. You're right. Yeah. And yet, hates uh, Alice doesn't live here anymore. The uh, movie it was based on. Mm-hmm. Strange. Very just, strange. Yeah. Don't like Alice. But loves thing. the TV show, but yeah. not the episodes with Flo. Only the after ones with uh, yeah, Diane the Ladd. act Diane Ladd, yeah, Diane Ladd, who yeah. played Flo in the in the yeah, uh, in the it's more movie. authentic. But I don't like Ellen doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, it's just too on the nose. It's having, too too yeah. realistic, and it's just I don't understand like where uh, uh, Chris Chris Christopherson's character comes from out of nowhere. 
and to save this to save her. Like it just feels doesn't feel you know authentic. It doesn't feel like it was earned. Yeah, it seems kind of. Pat. It makes you Christopher. Cross. Yes, yeah. it's Chris X Machina, as it's called. Yeah. Yeah, uh, something big payback. <laughs> the big the big payback. <laughs> when you want a big payback, call Vic Tayback. <laughs> what are we talking about anymore? Once again, why are we jet lagged? <laughs> I didn't leave. I'm a method actor. I have to be. I have to do this. Rest in peace, Alan Arkin. Rest in peace. Rest in pieces. Jinx the cat earlier. Done. Jinx the cat. He's not a very good cat. You don't really care for him. You don't even remember him. Jinx the cat. He's not a very good cat.